to live it or waste it. I am David Guggenheim. And I'm David Wine. And this is the show about making the most of your life. If you're in the process of changing your life and you're seeking a community of like-minded people, looking for tips and strategies to make your new life stick, then this is the show to follow. Join us on this journey of remaking our lives the way we want. Mr. Wine, we are here in Orlando, Florida at Podcast Movement 2019. And for people who are not familiar with Podcast Movement, it is the largest gathering of podcasters in the United States and probably the world. Geeks aplenty. Are you calling your fellow podcasters geeks? Are you really, you're doing that? But geeks are cool now, so... Geeks are cool now. It's okay. It's, it's not a bad word it's anymore. It's not a bad word. It's a good thing. So you're, you're meaning it in a positive way? Positive no. In- <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is that people don't have to take offense to it, even though I am making fun of them. So we're here at Podcast Movement, and I have to say that it's a very inspiring environment being around your fellow podcasters, being around other people that are on a similar journey. But the most interesting thing is that you have the podcast in common, but everything else about the podcast could be completely different. The litany of different podcasts that we've encountered is pretty stark. You got a guy that was had a air conditioning podcast that's exceptionally popular. Who would have thought that a podcast about air conditioning, the ins and outs, soup to nuts, soup to nuts of, of air conditioning. I mean, I'm getting bored just, just talking about it myself. So we're here at podcast movement, a lot of inspirational stuff going on, a lot of great stuff, get, helping us get our podcast going and getting bigger. And I, I don't know, D- Dave Wine, do you have a big takeaway from podcast movement 2019? Well, what I told you earlier was that I have a lot to learn about podcasting. I had no idea the, the, the infrastructure of what it takes to have a successful podcast and all the bells and whistles and uh, what comes with it. And uh, there seems to be a lot of innovation in podcasting. And it seems like it's just an infant as far as the creative entity that it's going to become in the next few years. For me, the biggest takeaway is that this is a podcast movement 2019. I went to podcast movement 2018. I've attended PodFest now, which is another very large convention dedicated to podcasting. And I feel like I have a great sense of the industry and what's going on and how to accomplish what people need to accomplish when beginning their show. And the one constant as far as my company, Someone Talk Media, we're able to meet those needs. But it's great to get the reassurance of people in your same industry that, yeah, your understanding of what's going on in the trends and the best practices. I have a lot of people in congruence with with my thinking as far as how do you start a podcast? Where do you start a podcast? What equipment do you use to start a podcast, what host you use, and how to do it successfully. And I think that's the thing that I try to get across to clients is I want you as a client of mine to be able to focus on the content 
of your podcast and not be worried about the microphone or, or mic technique or loading it and writing show notes and all this other stuff. I want you to focus on the show, focus on a guest if you want to you know, have guests on your show and be able to do all that. And it's very empowering when, and I guess this sort of gets into the theme of our show. It's empowering to me when you meet a community of like-minded people who are, have the same passions that, that we do. Right. And I think you and I, in, in, in this show, and I, I know that this is not what we usually talk about on this program, what we're talking about really is growing a community of people who are interested, who are paying attention to the way that they're living their own life. Right. And, and also, this show is a way to allow people to skip all the things you said, like worrying about how to start the podcast, how to record it, how to get the equipment, et cetera, et cetera. We're trying to do all that for you so you can just focus on the content of your life. Focus on your life, not on the nuts and bolts. We're trying to do the research and the experiments first so that we can report back to you and say, this worked, this didn't work, and see what resonates with you so that you can apply it to your life if you feel inspired. I find, especially in, in this digital age, where people get inspired in little chunks by little things, like a Facebook post that has a quote and a pretty picture. Right. Right. And I'm not against that at all. In fact, my wife is really good about finding some that are meaningful. Mm -hmm. But in most regards, if you consume it in a small way, as far as like, oh yeah, that's inspiring, and you keep scrolling on, you're not getting anything out of it because you're not putting any effort into it. If I'm in that situation and I'm not putting effort into it, then I'm not going to get anything out of it. That's right. Going through the motions. You're checking boxes off a list. Oh, I'm supposed to do this. Okay. But you really have to be mindful. I don't want to say assertive necessarily, but you have to be aggressive about controlling your life and where you want to be. And I'll tell you, it's not easy. It's not easy. And that's why most people don't do it. No. Because they may even try and then their expectations aren't met when they try. And they're like, well, I tried and, and nothing happened. So, And what my career coach says, he says, it's hard to hit a goal that you don't have. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> If you don't have a goal of, you know, I want to live in certain different ways that, that is different than what you're doing now, then you're never going to attain them. Right. And if it isn't a concrete goal, then it's never going to be a concrete mission to, to hit it. Here's a perfect example. In many of the episodes on this podcast, I was talking about my daily morning routine, mm -hmm. right? And the importance of me waking up at 6 a.m., being a benefit to the rest of my day, mm -hmm. the way that I live my life. Just getting everything started at 6 a.m. makes my life better. But I was struggling with that 6 a.m. thing. Now, you could either keep waking up at the 6 a.m. and just power through and just say, yeah, I, this is a goal, I'm going to hit it. Or you could say, it's too tough, I can't do it, and I'm going to sleep in and hit that snooze button a, a bunch of times. 
Or you could try to understand, wait a minute, why am I having such an issue? Exactly. And that's what I did. And you know what I found out? I have something called sleep apnea. Oh. And it's one of those things, and I'm sure everyone has heard the term, and maybe you, you know exactly what it is. But basically, when I'm sleeping at night, I stop breathing multiple times during the night. In fact, with me, I've been diagnosed with severe sleep apnea. Now, which is, is it important to sleep? I mean, to, to breathe when you're asleep? Yeah, if it, it's important to breathe whether you're asleep, asleep or awake, I, you know? Okay. And it, it, for me, with my severe sleep apnea, I stop breathing 15 to 20 times per hour. That's a lot. That's a lot. And that's up to 15 seconds of not breathing. Does that wake you up when, when you stop breathing? When I wake up in the morning, I'm not conscious of having this happen. So I wake up to some degree because I'm gasping for air, yeah. but I'm not conscious of it. It disturbs your sleep in some way, even if you're not waking up. It's so I am not getting that deep REM sleep that you are supposed to get that is what gives you your restorative power of sleep. I'm not getting that deep sleep. And so I'm not having that restorative power. I was going to sleep at 8 p.m. and waking up at 8 a.m. Okay, think about that. And I was feeling tired. Yeah. You have you thought about getting one of those watches that that monitors your sleeping pattern? Oh, one of them Apple Watches or Is Apple Watch or Fitbit, whatever they they have a bunch of them, but uh -huh. uh, I have one of those and and uh I use it. It's very helpful for me, you know, knowing how much sleep I got, how much it, it monitors your deep sleep, light sleep, REM sleep. Oh, it does. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Sure. Oh, I have thin wrists, so I generally don't wear a watch. <laughs> oh, you're one of those thin-wristed people? I'm one of the thin-wristed people among us. I wish I had known that before I started doing this podcast. Look at this. Me. Look, I know. Look at these little spindly things. I don't know. They don't look that thin. Oh, my God. I, I, women will kill for the wrists that I have. They look smooth. Do you, do you exfoliate? No, I don't. I don't do anything. I'm naturally smooth. I'm naturally soft. Good for you. Supple. You know, well done. Thank you. Thank you. So, so what I found was that if you power through it without thought, or if you give up on a goal, then you miss out on revelation about yourself. You miss out on understanding about yourself. And I'm still waiting for my CPAP machine, which is a machine that you have to put on your face when you're sleeping each night and creates a suction. I believe it creates like a suction on your face so it keeps the airway open so you don't have the sleep apnea where you don't have this uh collapse basically in the air canal that prevents me from breathing normally and so that's not the most awesome thing to wear a bane type mask or a darth vader type mask at night every night but it's something i'm gonna at least try and there, there's some alternative ways of, of going about it but this is the 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 best sort of course but and I don't want to get too much into my sleep apnea. I, you know, uh, there's much worse things to, to have. But I, I thought it was really instructive as far as if you're looking to change your life and you set certain goals, I try to be mindful how I approach it. And in that mindfulness, in that awareness of what's going on, you could have a more nuanced understanding of the situation other than 
I'm meeting the goal or I'm not meeting the goal. Right. You have to understand what's going on, why it's happening before you can do anything about it. Right. There's a complexity there that might be incongruent with our lifestyles in the digital age of instant information and instant answers and right and wrong answers. But the point is, though, that I think we're trying to make is you've you've done your due diligence and you got to just reorganize your routine now because you figured this out. Yeah. And now you need to figure out how to work around that. Well, it's a long game. It's a long game. We need to be intentional in what we do, but we can't be going and expecting everything to be fixed and done and arranged. And the routine that I have right now is a filler routine until I I get a little bit further along. And, you know, and that's not an excuse. That is, I, Hey, I, I have a medical condition and I think that life is more complicated than we want it to be. Sometimes we want it to be sort of straightforward. It's like people in losing weight and people talk about willpower. Willpower might have there's an element of willpower and self-control in what you decide to put in your body. Absolutely. But there's a lot of physical things that are going on as well. I mean, alcoholism or drug addiction is, I think, very comparable to how people use food. Oh, sure. And, and there's, there's actually stuff in food that's addicting, too, that you don't even realize it, like Sugar. Sugar. And, and you talk a lot about, yeah. that, about that. I have a big problem with sugar, the fact that it's in just about everything. And I've always said that sugar is the first thing we're addicted to because we become addicted to sugar as children. Yeah, because you get the cereal. You get Lucky Charms and Fruit Loops and Frosted Flakes. Like you can't have regular flakes. You need sugar to be spread all over them. Right. And candy, I mean, kids love candy and chocolate and whatever else, everything. But now sugar's in everything. So, and the reason why sugar's in everything is because it's delicious. It's tasty. (laughs) It's a tasty poison. And so food is addictive for two reasons. One is because it's got addictive substances in it. And the other is that it makes us feel better temporarily. And it takes us out of that pain and misery that we might be feeling at the time. And we can just swallow down all those emotions with that uh, slice of cheesecake. Yeah. It's not just when you are emotionally eating, you know, let's say you're, you're upset or you had a bad day or something like that. And you're like, I'm going to get myself a chocolate cake. It's not just the mental gymnastics that we do to make ourselves feel better. It's when you put that thing in your mouth, you have neurons and serotonin and other things shooting off or not shooting off that give you relaxation, that give you pleasure. And we get into an idea that we're in such control of our bodies. But I don't know what the medical term is, but it seems to me probably most of what goes on in the human body is unconscious. It just happens. Right. And so why do we think that us choosing a certain type of food is fully our discretion? Absolutely. Because there's, there's times when you'll be craving something like, I don't know, maybe milk or, or fruit. Right. And it could just be your vitamin deficient or something like that. Your body needs calcium, something like that. And it knows. Right. 
So it gives you that hunger for that specific food. Yeah. And your body doesn't say when you get thirsty, right? You need water. Right. And when you get that, I need that chocolate cake. Your, your body isn't just saying, well, you need the water, but you don't need the chocolate cake. No, it's like you need the water and you need the chocolate cake. I don't think your body telling you one way or the other is saying, well, one is a need and the other is a want. No, your body says, no, I want that. Yeah. Like that's sort of the animalistic characteristics of, of, of just being an animal is that your body will say, I want that. I want that. I want that. The difference between a need and a want is not really there's no thought process to distinguish the two. Right. And, and it's important to understand that so that when those things come up, you can talk to yourself and be like, okay, well, this is something that I guess I need to do. Or you can say, I'm just going to, I'm going to power through this, even though my body is telling me to, to eat this, I know how I'm going to feel afterwards. I'm going to feel like, you know, yeah, crap. And, uh, I may, feel a little less depressed or sad or whatever anxious but it's only temporary the point is is that the feelings you have are also temporary right and that eventually you can work through that and if you can find something else to replace those bad habits then you'll find that the need goes away eventually your body won't need it anymore. Right. And I think that's a brilliant thing to say because I think that's so important. I mean, I know a lot of people I've known, and I'm only speaking about the people I've known, mm -hmm. that call themselves alcoholics. They've taken that need for alcohol or substances and they've, re, they've diverted that into other things. One guy I know is an avid surfer mm -hmm. now. And so when he's feeling the cravings or whatever, he'll either go to a meeting or he'll go and hit the water. You know, right. we, I live in Florida, so you can do that year round. So you're having to funnel those cravings and those energies somewhere. You can't just say, I'm going to use willpower and, and make them go away. Yeah. That leads to relapse in the case of an alcoholic. Right. In the cases that I've experienced. So... I think that when we're talking about reshaping and reforming our lives, we can't just start willy-nilly cutting things out without understanding what need that it's servicing our body and our minds. You know, when I get cravings like that for something that I know is not good for me, the, the thing that I do now is I ask myself, okay, what's, what's going on with me? Why, why am I needing to basically poison myself right um something is bothering me what's bothering me i constantly ask myself that all right what is going on with me that i'm not doing my normal routine that i know when i do that i feel good i'm productive i'm getting things done why am i not doing that today right what's going on and you have to ask yourself that when you're not doing the things that you know are going to make you happy or are going to make you successful and you're doing things to sabotage yourself. There's something going on internally that you're not addressing. If you constantly ask yourself what's going on, eventually you won't have to ask yourself that. You'll just automatically just hit that switch and, and get into problem solving mode. 
you know. I think that's a brilliant way to go about it. I think it's a very well, thank thoughtful. You. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I have my moments. Yeah. No, I mean because it's very thoughtful and it's very understanding of the actual human condition instead of what we want it to be. It's it's hard and I would encourage our audience to adopt that in at least for 21 days and see where it leaves you. Also, our expectations are something that also get in the way of us achieving things. At least for me, one thing that I worked on in therapy, like one of the first things that my therapist worked on with me was my expectations of my life, of myself, of other people. And once I realized that my expectations were ridiculous... It was like, oh my God, an epiphany. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, I'm just, I'm just being hard on myself because I'm not wearing an S on my chest and flying around stopping crime. Right, right, exactly. It's like these unrealistic, childlike expectations that we're sort of fed in our youth that we then adopt as adults and that we beat ourselves up over. Right. The expectations that you think your parents have for you, that yeah. your friends have, and... All that does is make you sick. Yeah. I honestly believe this, and I have nothing medical to back this up. So this is just a belief that I have. But I believe that those types of feelings cause cancer. Oh, sure. Any negative feelings is is creating negative cells in your body. I'm right with you. I can't believe that that's like, oh, why is there an epidemic of cancer? Well, there's an epidemic of, of people beating themselves up emotionally and physically with how we treat ourselves. And, you know, getting back to the food conversation, there are foods too that will affect your mental state positively or negatively. Mm -hmm. And so that's also something to consider as to why you're feeling the way you're feeling, or if you're feeling like you don't want to even try to improve your life or, or you're just, you're sabotaging yourself. It could be your diet. And again, just like me, With my sleep issue, it didn't even dawn on me that my sleep might be the issue that was causing my my inability to get up at 6 a.m. And likewise, people are not thinking that, hey, I feel depressed. Well, maybe it's partially the food or, you know, or majority. I don't know. I mean, everyone's different. Maybe there's a, a certain amount of blame that's going on what you're putting in your body. Or lack of sleep, too. It's or also another thing that, that can cause depression and anxiety and all kinds of horrible things for you. Anger. I mean, think about how grumpy you are when you don't get enough sleep or, you, or when you're really tired. Yeah. So, or if you're using substances, if you're drinking, if you're using other depressants and things like that, and you're not feeling good the next day, and you're in a bad mood, and you, you know, lash out at your significant other, well... You were taking depressants the day before. What do you think that's going to do to your serotonin levels in your brain? That's right. And, and when you were saying earlier about how the, the neurons firing and so forth, you have to basically rewire your brain like a computer yeah, and have the thoughts channeled into a different, almost like a, a river. You're, you're changing the flow of a river because there are automatic thoughts that come to your mind that are negative and disruptive. And until you address those and learn how to think differently, those are always going to be getting in your way and slowing you down. Right. And the first step in doing that 
is saying that I want to think differently. Having that as a thought that occurs to you multiple times a day for a period of time, like a couple weeks, is a major, major victory. And it's something where that should be noticed that if you're able to do that, and I'm not saying that changes your behavior at all. I'm just saying having that awareness, having that conscious awareness that you are wanting to think differently or wanting to pay attention to the way that you're thinking, that's a major, major victory that most people never, it never even occurs to them that you could do. You know, we were, went to dinner last night and, uh, and this was, again, we're at this podcasting convention and talking to other podcasters. And, of course, what do podcasters say to other podcasters? What is your podcast about? I mean, my <laughs> God, you know, you know, it's just like, well, what's your sign? Right. When you're, you know, I mean, it's just like the easiest low-hanging fruit. But anyway, that one guy you were telling about the show and how we're here to change the way you, you live and be very mindful about that. And what, what did he say to you? He goes... How, how do you even start to do that? He was just baffled. <laughs> baffled. He's baffled. <laughs> like, yeah, I just, I just am in forward motion all the time without even thinking about it. I mean, and I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast that I encountered somebody who wasn't even aware that he was having really an inner dialogue, that he had an inner voice. And I'm like, yeah. That that thing that's going on all the time, that's commenting and, and, and giving you feedback, yay or nay, on everything you do, yeah, that's called your inner voice. Right. Now, to to his credit, he was a younger guy. You know, he was he was probably in his, his mid-20s. Right. So he's got, I'm sure he's got other things on his mind right now. He's right. young and vibrant. <laughs> when you get older, you start to reflect and think more about the choices you've made and, and the journey you're, you're headed on. And, yeah. and so um, being self-aware, I think, really is what has, has made our lives a lot richer and has propelled us on this journey that we're sharing with everyone. And, um, you know, it's, it's something that you have to do if you want to understand yourself and how you're going to function in the world. Right. It's not just going to happen. Right. And, you know, it's your choice. I mean, you either could see that there's a value in taking this journey or there isn't value in taking this journey. And both you and I have come to the conclusion that it is valuable. And we've come to the conclusion that sharing our journey with you is valuable. And I think, again, what this podcast convention has meant to, to me is that gives me more clarity of what we are doing here on this particular podcast. Because, I mean, both Mr. Wine and myself have podcast production companies, and both of us have determined that it behooves us to have a podcast in, in the space so you are completely aware of what your clients are, are facing in every aspect of what they're doing. But it was also very important for us to have an authentic podcast that has a reason for existing. And that just doesn't necessarily happen overnight. And if you've listened to some of our earlier episodes, I think you're seeing an evolution in what the show is. And just like our lives we're not just going to continue to cookie cutter make shows because that's the way we make them. 
or that's the, just because that's the way the first episode turned out. We have to change and evolve and adapt and do all sorts of things to keep it fresh and to keep it real and to keep it honest and to make sure that we're giving you something, right. giving you something of value. And that's what we're asking really of ourselves is to give you something of value by sharing what's going on in our lives. And what we're hoping to get back from you, the member of the audience listening to me right now, is feedback. If we're saying something that, that resonates with you, I definitely love to know about it. And we're going to create a, at, least an, at least a Facebook group to have that feedback feature. And we're talking about maybe doing an email list as well. I mean, that might be a little bit further down the road, but we definitely want this to be a two-way street. And we definitely want this to be about community and about people who are conscious of their lives that are not Tony Robbins, that are wanting to be more mindful about how you live your life and understand there are good days and there are bad days and there are wild goose chases and going down the wrong paths and mistakes and, and setbacks and, you know, all those sorts of things that happens and it's going to happen to us. And I'll tell you, we, we haven't produced an episode in a while and it's because I've going through this journey has been very, very difficult and, and producing this podcast has been very difficult because it's very, very important for me to be as authentic as possible with you because if I'm not being 100% authentic with you, then I'm not helping you. I'm not helping myself. We're not doing something of value. And it's very important for me personally to give something of value to you because you're giving us your time. And I value your time and I don't want to fill it with BS. And so if you hear BS, if you think that we're not being straight up with you, let us know. But this is something that is going to continue to evolve. It's going to continue to change but it's going to come from a place of self-improvement, internal integrity, and wanting to help the people that give us the time as far as listening to this, this production. And, and I think also, you know, the, the main thing that we're struggling with, you and I, I mean, I know you are, but I am too, is, is being vulnerable and transparent and, you know, sharing parts of our lives that we're not normally comfortable sharing even with uh people we are intimate with yeah i don't say hey i'm in therapy how are you right you know especially guys on on top of that right talking about therapy and getting in touch with your feelings and stuff like that it's it's just not easy and i'm not really a person who likes to talk about myself even when i'm with my friends i like to hear about their stories you know i, I so this is this is me being trying to be comfortable being uncomfortable right and life right now is is challenging for i think most people there's a lot of things it's not like we're cave, cavemen where we get up we look for food we have sex we go to sleep that's pretty much their, you know, now life is a lot more complex and complicated. And so you have to have a game plan when you get up in the morning. And, and I, you know, I, I coached football for 10 years and I like to equate life to a football game. The beginning of the week, you come up with a game plan. How are we going to beat this team? What do they have that we need to stop, et cetera, et cetera. 
And then we work on that game plan. We tweak it. And then when the game time comes, we execute the game plan. But you have to go into it remembering that part of the game plan isn't going to go exactly the way you expect it. Something, life is going to punch you in the face. And the other team is going to punch you in the face. And when they do, when they run some play that goes for a touchdown, you can just throw your hands up and say, well, I don't know. I'm not going to, I give up. Let's just quit. They score a touchdown. Or you can change your strategy. Right. You know, in-game strategy is what makes great coaches. Adaption. Adapting, changing the defense or doing this, putting another guy in there. I mean, you have to have a plan and then have the expectation that the plan isn't going to go to plan to plan. (laughs) Right. And you have to be ready to adapt. You can throw a tantrum and say, I don't want to I don't want to deal with this. But at some point, you're still going to have to deal with it. So you can skip the tantrum and just get to uh, being solution focused and you'll find that there's a solution. There's a solution to everything, even if it's doing something completely different. I just want to say, because I think, again, that's brilliant, but I think the other level is that when we look at the football game of life, most people are on the bench. Most people are on the bench. They probably are in the stands. They're in the stands. <laughs> they're, spe- they're spectating. And this right. is your, in your own life. You're absolutely right. They're spectating on their own life and just letting things happen. And, and tr- listen, trust me, I've been a spectator. In many ways, I, I'm still a spectator. I'm trying to get my ass up off the bleachers, get down into the team, do the tryouts, do the training, do all the things that I don't know what happens in, in a football game. Because <laughs> I, I don't know. I was in the band, man. I was in the band. So I could use a, you know, we, we got on the field too. We did our little songs and we twirled around. I was a drum major, man. Look at you, huh? Yeah. I was, I was going to say, I thought maybe you were the band leader had that big stick. Yeah, that you we didn't have the stick. We didn't have the stick, but I conduct, I had white gloves. Nice. I had white gloves. You didn't have the big stick? That's like the coolest no. thing. No, that's more more of a marching band uh, thing like in parades and whatever to to do that to you use the stick and do it in time so people in the band that are behind you can see it wow i never knew that see you learn something new every yeah, day yeah 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 but i was the guy i was actually doing conducting in front of uh, a band who would do formations and songs on the football field during halftime man i bet the ladies were just throwing themselves at you after that uh i that was a good year that was you know when i was just the tuba player you know wasn't as good but when i was a drum major you know the cheerleader uh would would say hello and i would say hello back oh yeah look at that yeah yeah, hello a ring a ding ding Anyway, this is a special episode because we're at Podcast Move in 2019, but I think it's also a turning point for the show. I think that we're more focused now than ever on doing the show. I think we're having a better sense of where the authentic center is to the show. We have the technicals down. I think the show sounds great, but you don't really care about the sound. You care about the message. And I think we're getting the message down in a way that will be worthwhile your time when you're able to download the podcast. And here's the thing that we need you to do if you care at all about the show. And I'm absolutely serious about this. If you 
like what's going on, if you think that these conversations and the development of these conversations is valuable, you have to share it with your friends. You have to physically share it with your friends and get the word out. You're putting yourself out there as like, oh, well, what if they think I'm ridiculous for listening to something like this? Well, yeah, you are putting yourself out there by sharing this podcast. But that's sort of the ethos of what we do here. And so that's the, the mission that I'm assigning to people who are listening to this right now is that you have to share it. And I'm going to tell you every episode that you have to share it. I'm going to spend time on that because building a community in this heart, there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of Facebook. There's a lot of Twitter. There's a lot of Instagram. There's a lot of stuff being shot at us. Podcasts are a way to get away from all of that and get through all of that and connect with really important messages. And that's what we're trying to do here. And we really need, we need your help. We need your help and we're asking for your help and we appreciate the help that you can give us. And remember also going back to expectations, you know, one thing that I've found in this journey of self-improvement is that people are going to look at you sideways, you know, and they're going to be like, what? Because this is, this is just not normal what that people are doing this. And so you have to just not care about that. You can't care about what other people are thinking because eventually when they see the change in you, they will be inspired. Yeah. And I think that the change that people are going to see in you and I think the change that you're going to be able to share with us on our Facebook page and, and all that and feedback and hopefully emails back and forth and interaction on social media, you have people that have your back. The people that live in your house might not have your back in terms of this change that you're trying to make, but we do. And we'll stand with you as strongly as we're going to stand with anybody. Right. Cause it, you know, the purpose of this whole thing is to inspire people to be the best they can be. Yeah. And that's really all we want. We want to be the best we can be. And we want the people in our surroundings to be good people. Yeah. You know, everybody is affecting each other and we can't just have, this angry kind of attitude that seems to be permeating the society right now. And we can't do it alone. Right. There's too many factors that are trying to knock us off our game to do it alone. It's just not possible. And I think that's why we're doing this show. It's we're doing the show because it's hard and we're putting ourselves out there in a public space where I think both of us would be more comfortable not being, but we're doing it and we're doing it because we need to use this as a way of helping us on our journey to go forward. And we want to be able to bring you along and hopefully allow you to experience a similar amount of change without having to put yourself on a public display. Or have to do countless hours of research like we've done. Yeah, exactly. We're going to do the legwork for you and we're going to do the mind and body work after we read what we need to read. Right. And we're going to share it with you and we're going to share our journey and you're going to share hopefully our journey on our private Facebook group and we could do it together in a safe space. Yeah. And I, and I really do look forward to getting the feedback because we don't know everything, you know, no, not at all, but we are on the journey. We have started the process and we have seen changes. And so I feel that I am quite knowledgeable 
now about how to change my life. And I've seen the changes, like uh, comparing myself to this time last year, it's night and day, mm. night and day. And so I just can't wait to see other people with the same experience. Yeah. I, I want it. So, I mean, it, it will make me just over the top if that's even a thing. You could, but. you could, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we? Uh, so anyway, remember to subscribe. You can hit me up on Twitter at David Guggenheim, LinkedIn, David C. Guggenheim, online at someonetalkmedia.com, Facebook, David C. Guggenheim. Definitely uh, hit me up. Send me anything you want to send me. David Wine on Twitter at David Wine, LinkedIn, David L. Wine, and winedesigns.com. Thank you for joining us once again. For David Guggenheim, I'm David Wine. Now go out and live it. Don't waste it. Peace and love. This has been a production of someone talked media.com. 